Hello and good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. I hope your weekend was well. Got a few of the uh, early birds already up and at it. Chris, good morning to you, mate. I hope, you, uh, hope you're good. Uh, Luke's there too. Danny is already up and at it. Hope you got a coffee. This is my second. I haven't uh, haven't had a chance for it to kick in just yet. Morning, uh, Ian. Good to see you, mate. Thanks for dropping by. While things are warming up, folks, I'll uh, do the quick intros. Oh, there's Andrew as well. Jason Witten's my name. You guys know that. But if you don't, if you're new, give us a shout out in the chat. Say hello. This is where we catch up uh, usually every weekday. Didn't uh, do it on Friday. Flew up to Townsville on the weekend. Perfect time of the year, actually. Not too bad. We uh, spend a little bit of time maybe uh, trying to sort a bit of fear from fact, folks, in a casual way. This is, uh, you know, the morning conversation over a coffee. Read the newspaper, have a look at a bit of the headlines and uh, make sure that we're staying on track. You guys know the drill. Property investing is a long-term thing. There is not a get-rich-quick scheme that I've found in 20 years of property investing when it comes to real estate. Well, residential property anyway. It's about uh, buying something really well. Uh, and don't bloody sell the thing until maybe 15 or 20 years later. That's the general idea anyway. So uh, what we do, we get together each morning and try and make sure we stay on track, folks. It takes a bit of time. We have a bit of a chat about it. So welcome along. Good to see you. I have a guest this morning, an uh, 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 awesome special guest. And uh, tonight, uh, mentoring also, Dr. Andrew is going to be with us talking about a few things. Uh, well, lots going on. Uh, lots not going on. But uh, we want to find out what is actually the important stuff for us to pay attention to, folks, and uh, the stuff to ignore. But uh, at the end of the day, one thing that's on everyone's mind right now is, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, interest rates have uh, paused. I'm pretty keen to see what's going to happen on this uh, on this thing. Interest rates are paused four months in a row. Um, and, uh, you know, what is uh, what's next for for the interest rates, big question mark. There's a few uh, predictions out there. We're not going to go to 13% interest rate. I found this the other day, which is pretty interesting. 1990, I think this was, back in the 90s, 13%. I don't know if it, it – can it ever get to 13% again? Maybe we'll ask Dr. Andrew in a minute. The millennials were hoping the property market would collapse. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but uh, And the big four are saying, hey, listen, uh, interest rates might go down. Um you know, might go down, maybe another one up and then down. Who knows? What's the question? And Westpac, if it does get to 2.3, what would it look like? There's plenty more to talk about. So I'll bring our guest on and we might talk about what's going on. Is the property market off and running already? Who knows? Well, maybe Dr. Andrew does. Let's get him up and uh, have a little chat to him this morning. He might give us a little bit of an insight of what's going on. <laughs> Dr. Andrew, welcome to the show. Wealth Coffee Chats. Yeah, g'day, Jason. Uh, amusing to see those clips that you brought out there. Uh, gee whiz, uh, bank forecasting is not a uh, is not a precise science, is it? Gee, uh, you know, would you listen to them after their record of the last few years? I don't Even know. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the the yeah. poor old Reserve Bank, you know, I think it leads to charging getting it wrong. But um, anyway, it's uh, it's good to see. As you said, we've had a pause four months in a row in interest rates. Uh, in fact, we've had five out of the last six months with interest rates steady. Still a bit of work to do on inflation. So, um, 
the Reserve Bank's always reminding us that, hey, hey, don't get too excited here. We may have to put them up again. Um, and we are certainly, you know, well ahead of our target in inflation. So there's a long way to go. In fact, we've got to halve inflation to get back to the target. So uh, it may mean some more interest rate increases. I think the key there is oil, to be quite honest. And, um, of course, you know, we have the issues in the Middle East at the moment, yeah, which is always yeah. problematic for the price of oil. And, uh, you know, hopefully we don't um, we don't have that fueling inflation. But look, the price of oil is is still it's you know pushing ninety dollars US a barrel, um, which is below where it was at the peak last year, where it was at um, one hundred twenty four dollars US. Which, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. COVID stuff, but yeah. Um, but before COVID, you know, the price of oil sort of hovered around thirty or forty dollars US a barrel, so we're still well ahead of that. Um, but that. That pays its way into inflation across the board as petrol prices rise. Everybody's got to cover that. So, I mean, that's the thing the Reserve Bank be worrying about. And the other big driver of inflation uh, has been house uh, house pricing, yeah, yeah. particularly yeah. rents, you know, yeah. uh, and building costs. So, uh, but you yeah. know, I, I can't see the prospect of cutting. <laughs> the banks are, are like, you know, trying to talk the Reserve Bank into this because. <laughs> You know, I mean, cutting rates would be, believe it or not, bad news because they'd only be doing that if they needed to give us a kick along. Yeah. And that would that would mean that things were starting to struggle a bit. But the banks love movements in interest rates. You know, that's that's the that's grist to the mill for them. Because I'll tell you a little story in, in terms of data, Jason. The um the uh, uh when we last raised interest rates, which was back in 2011-12, which is, you know, a while ago. That yeah, was yeah. the mining boom, if you remember that one. Um, <laughs> so we, we had a similar problem. Inflation was rising, so we had higher interest rates. And interest rates peaked then at just under 5%, right? Um, and now, of course, we're about a percent below that. So we're still quite low compared to the, the historical position that's on that's interest rates. Time. And you showed that before yeah. with that 13% graphic, right? But... Um, we're actually a percent higher with our mortgage rates now than we were when the official rate was a percent higher. So the banks have been a little naughty and they've sort of gradually increased their margin over that last 10 years. Now, these are just average variable rates, but, you know, this is why the banks love that movement in interest yeah. rates because they can tickle it up a little bit more, a little bit less, a little bit more. And before you know it, over 10 years, you're paying a, a percent more for your mortgage on a comparison with interest rates, right? So um, let's uh, let's be very clear about the banks. They <laughs> they're, are not, business. they're not going broke. <laughs> they are a business, mate. They're not going broke. There's only four of them. So uh, they can basically do what they like. And maybe there's some questions there about maybe they should be a little bit more accountable to the consumer. Yes. Just as an offset for all those billions of dollars of profit they make, what is it, every month? <laughs> anyway, it's all good. Do you think there's a possibility, you know, I've talked with a lot of people about the possibility of interest rates getting into double digits sort of now or into the future, you know. How does that work out in your world? You know, does, is it possible? Do you see something like that? Or is it like, you know, Australia, you know, people couldn't handle that, that sort of mortgage stress and, you know, we would avoid it, you know, no, no, I, think we're, I think we're close to the top of the cycle, even though uh, inflation is far from dead. Yeah. Um, and the target's still, you know, a long way off, uh, the Reserve Bank's target. But I do think that 
the Reserve Bank and central banks uh, everywhere have basically decided we're not going to go hard this time. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to throw out the baby with the bathwater. You know, when we mentioned those 13% rates, Jace, when you look back there, uh, we had double-digit unemployed, you know, and that's the trade-off. Yeah, we get rid of inflation, we whack up interest rates till it just, you know, knocks the economy on the head, but that means big-time unemployment. And, you know, as we saw in the recession of the early 90s, uh, that destroys lives, mate. It's yep. bad, bad, bad news, and it really took a decade for us to recover from that 1990 recession, you know. So I don't think we're going to go down that route. I think all central banks have sort of decided, yep, we're going to live with higher inflation for a bit longer now. Jury's out on what that means. But I think that's the, the plan at the moment because, mate, we've got the strongest economy in our history at the yeah, moment. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in yeah. In terms of the labour market, in terms of the labour market, we've never seen figures like this before. Well, and when we did have 3% unemployment rates, it was decades ago and was in the time when there was only one income earner per household, right? Now we're well, giving jobs to everybody, you know. Yeah. So well, um, I mean, you know, we've got a million people, you know, or or the, you know, immigration and, and population yeah. increases is, is is at record highs, all-time highs, et cetera. You know, we've yeah. got, um, you know, uh, all-time lows when it comes to, you know, construction and delivery yeah. of yeah. of housing. You know, that, yeah. that that's putting pressures everywhere on the marketplace, you know. Yeah. What are your what are your thoughts in there? Can, can we build a million houses, one point two million houses, with the uh, the government incentives coming up? Like I mean, you know, no. we've never built we've never built two hundred fifty thousand houses in a in one year ever. So you know, it, no, it's not going to happen, mate. Not going to happen. And, and the government's not building them; it's the private sector that yeah. builds them. The government's just saying, "Well, we're going to give you all the cheering from the sidelines we can do," and uh, <laughs> it's not going to help. You need you know hammers and nails and you know timber and tiles and bricks. Need builders, you know. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and builders making a profit and builders are disincentivized at the moment because yeah. house building costs are skyrocketing and have been skyrocketing. And even though they've come back a little bit, house building costs are still rising at around 10% plus per year. Now, how does a builder make money and make a profit on that? Well, they don't. And that's what we're seeing. And that's just another roadblock to building these million, two million, 50 million houses, whatever the aspirational target is. Um, I think all governments can do now is try to look after the marginalised uh, and there's going to be more of them that people just can't get into a house anywhere, rent or yeah. buy. So they've got to look after them, you know, because I, I think this is it's an insoluble solution. And, you know, Jason, we're not alone here. Just about every advanced economy you can name is having the same problems with skyrocketing rents and a shortage of housing. And it's just all that red tape, green tape, you know, sort yeah. of stuff that's finally caught up with, um, you know, reality in surging demand and just way, way undersupplied. So get used to rents still rising. And I tell you what, if that's not an incentive to be a homeowner, I don't know what is. <laughs> so uh, to, I know you're coming tonight and I know you've got a, yeah. a, a, a 9.30 appointment yeah. uh, this morning, but yeah. <laughs> uh, what are we going to talk about tonight? Give us, uh, give us yeah, a quick, yeah. uh, quick uh, few minutes on uh, the headlines of tonight's presentation of Mentoring. Yeah, well, we'll obviously be looking at what's happened this year uh, and, and it's been a, a very good year for the housing market this yeah. year. There's certainly catch-up here. Interest rates, you know. Yeah. Well, that's right, 12 rate rises and, and yet we're going to record double-figure price growth in most of our capital city markets, <laughs> who would have believed, particularly, and let's get back to some bank bashing, what the banks predicted for this year. God, how wrong were they? You know, yeah. they were like 10 20% <laughs> falls. But we've, we've, but we've been in catch-up mode, This Jason. There's no secret to this. It was a yep. good value market. 
And the point is now that a number of the markets that will record strong growth are, are starting to taper off. And that's because higher prices, higher interest rates, higher, uh, higher house prices, higher interest rates and higher prices generally start to impact affordability. So I don't think we're going to get double-figure prices growth next year unless we do get a cut in interest rates. Yeah. Um, but I still think we'll have positive growth and it'll be, um, you know, growth that is around about the inflation rate, which is typical of, of uh, Australia's results. So we'll talk about that tonight. We'll look at the underlying drivers, why this will occur, why we're just starting to see a tapering in price growth. Prices are still growing, but not at the rate they were through a very strong late autumn and early winter period. And Sydney and Melbourne are still just below their previous price peaks, uh, Jason. But um, uh, Adelaide and Brisbane and Perth are all at record levels at the moment in terms of their house prices. So it's been a very positive year for the housing market. We'll look at the stats. We'll look at the rental market, which is sadly a horror story for tenants. Uh, Good news for, for landlords, you know, incredible rent increases over the last year. Yeah. We'll look at the supply side, why we're undersupplied. We'll look at the demand side, migration just surging at the moment. Of course, people have got to live somewhere. Um, and we'll finally look at the forecasts for this year, which are pretty much done and dusted, uh, and have a discussion about next year. So plenty to uh, uh, ruminate on um, <laughs> and uh, lots of data and facts because we deal in the facts. Love good data. data, love good facts, yep. Yeah, and not just one set of facts like prices where we look at the whole gamut uh and we'll especially look at what happened on the weekend in terms of the uh weekend auction market which is always a very good forward indicator of what's happening in the market generally and is is telling us that even though it's still a seller's market generally um it's certainly not roaring along at the levels it did a few months ago but still certainly more buyers out there and than sellers but this is what we see as the year draws to a close in auction markets uh, where we get, you know, sellers are a bit more yep. keen to get rid of their properties because it's Christmas and we want to get it all done and dusted. So there's a bit more leverage from buyers. So we'll discuss all of those things and how we're going to fit it in in the time, I don't know, but <laughs> we will. Uh, so plenty to take away. And there'll be uh, there'll be copies of the latest buy housing market rent and house price reports available through that presentation um, through QR code. So you can... Uh, have your cameras ready and get a, a, a copy of those reports. So I'm looking forward to it as usual. It's always a great night, a great gig, um, and and particularly given, you know, for homeowners particularly, it's a good news story. But isn't it always a good news story generally for for uh, if you're a, a homeowner or uh, either an owner-occupier or investor? And like you said at the beginning, yeah. it's only a matter of time, you know, with, the, with Australia's housing market, which once again has, you know, Proved all the doomsayers wrong, but you know, <laughs> is it Groundhog Day? We keep saying this, but you know, whatever. There you go. Well, I think if they keep going, maybe one day they'll be right, but uh, not this no, year. I don't think they will, sure. you know. <laughs> I don't think they will, particularly when we stop building houses. I mean, you've got to live somewhere. Yeah, I hope true. we're not heading for the you know the cardboard box on the sidewalk. No. You know, but uh, heaven forbid. But uh, that's you know that's what's happening. That's what's going on. Well, we're looking forward to that update tonight. Uh, Dr. Andrew, thanks for joining us this morning. Let you go. I know you've got a pressing one at 9.30, so appreciate that and uh, look forward to catching up with you tonight. Yeah, great to chat, Jason. Good luck to everyone. Cheers now. Bye, mate. See you, mate. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, Dr. Andrew, making sure that... uh, The uh, the facts are shown and tonight we're going to get a bit more... uh, 
into the into the, the nitty gritty of the data. So uh, make sure you come along tonight, folks, and uh, hang out and hear what Dr. Andrew's got to say. So there you go. Anyway, I'll call it done and dusted for Wealth Coffee Chats this morning. Uh, always nice to have someone, a bit of a guest on the show. But, uh, you know, what's what's in store for us? 2023, almost done and dusted. How fast has the year gone? Absolutely crazy. Uh, and uh, 2024, uh, just around the corner. Anyway, folks, there you go. Good to have you here this morning. Thanks for hanging out, uh, as always. If you've got any questions, leave them in the chat. Happy to uh, circle around and uh, see what you guys are talking about and maybe bring um, a bit of something to Wealth Coffee Chats in the morning. But uh, until tomorrow, folks, we will do it again, 10 past 8. You guys know the drill. You guys take care and bye for now. Adios. See you tonight, folks.